Hi there! Welcome to The Golden Age, a podcast all about the youth of today and how we go about navigating our current world. I'm your host, Bilal Bertai, a high school student who's in desperate need of some life advice. Each week, a guest and I will dive into a topic that we find relevant to our current lives. We'll talk about everything from podcasting, to money, to education, and even relationships, and anything in between. Hi everyone, welcome to episode 3 of The Golden Age. Today I am joined by Takwa Ahmad, um, a runner, fellow po- future fellow podcaster, and just in general an amazing person. Hi Takwa! Hi, I'm so flattered. (laughs) (laughs) So, how you been? Not too bad. I've just been binging on a lot of anime recently. Ooh, which ones? Um, I watched an entire anime. It was only 12 episodes long. It was called Escaped. It was on Mm. Netflix. It was really cool. And then I started another one. I don't really know how to say the name of it. It's like code and then it's G-A-E-S-S. So it's like geese or gays <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i'm not i'm not gonna pretend like i know how to either so <laughs> but cool cool anything else going on in your life right now um i just started school recently on tuesday which is really exciting i'm part of the honors bachelor of design program at george brown Ooh. yeah <laughs> so far so good i i genuinely love all my teachers and i'm it's so weird to say that I'm already sad for it to end. <laughs> you know, it, it just started. Yeah. You're already like looking to graduation. Like, yeah. Oh, my God, I'm going to be so sad that day. <laughs> yeah. Or, or maybe like, I don't know, maybe second year or like second semester is going to be terrible. But for now, it's been a pretty good start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Takwa, do you want to tell us a little bit about what you do, who you are, and just in general, anything you want to talk about? about yourself yeah sure um i'm the oldest of five siblings uh i took a gap year after high school i was very much into like sports during high school i was not an academic student um i i'm part of a couple run clubs and i've made a lot of friends um throughout the year throughout my gap year that i've like actually started to work with them later on and um and I'm starting a podcast soon called The Salty Pistachio. And okay, so I'm doing this with my friend who I met through one of the run clubs that I'm in called The Kickback. And basically what this podcast is going to be about is like we interview other people in different programs, maybe in like different years or in different professions so that our listeners can understand like there's how many other paths there are. And maybe since a lot of people aren't really well, like some people aren't really um, comfortable speaking with other people and trying to get information out of them about a certain program, or if they're unsure, they can just listen to that podcast and maybe get like some type of perspective, even if it might be biased or not, and then see if they'd want to get into that. So it's basically like, because I was in that position where the, like my entire high school, all my high school years were just like, I don't know what I want to be. And I kept switching from like thing to thing because I didn't know what I wanted what I wanted to get into um and then like after taking a gap year I realized that maybe I kind of want to go into design but like before that it was all like I want to get into like fitness and kin and da, da 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 and then here I am yeah I think 
I love the idea of your podcast because like even now, like I'm halfway through high school, like things are starting to get like serious according yeah. to every single teacher I talk to. And then although I have like a very not clear, but some sort of idea of what I want to go into, it's mm-hmm. almost like, okay, but am I going to regret it? <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Exactly. And then it's and like, it's so, sorry, you can go. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> and it's like, every everyone says that even though you head into a certain program you're still never gonna know like if you're gonna not if you're gonna be interested in that later on like after you go in for a couple of years but it's kind of just like why would I want to waste that time you know I mean sometimes it is good to just like get inside like just get into it even if you're scared to and you have no clue then maybe sure but like if you feel like just if you wait a bit more and you actually think about what you're interested in and you can actually find like something solid to go into then yeah for sure like I want to I have two ideas of what I want to go into and that's like environmental science and chemistry nice but like both of them the more I learn about them it's like the more I'm like okay but you know like dot 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 because like very recently I started looking into environmental science and then my guidance counselor said something about like um maybe look into taking economics because that'll help you with your environmental science major. And mm. I was like, economics? I didn't know this, ha- this had anything to do with economics. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. Exactly. And then chemistry, everyone's like, pre-med is like easy until you get to chemistry, you know? Right. Like get to OCHEM and then everyone like starts dropping out. Mm. And I'm like, okay, I don't know if I want to go into chemistry anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't want to go through that. Yeah. yeah. Personal so, struggles. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I hope you find something when you're on. I hope so too. Yeah. Um, mm. But so for the salty pistachio, we weren't really thinking of calling the podcast the salty pistachio. That was just going to be like our entire brand, I guess. But the podcast, we were thinking of maybe calling it Wait What? Just to like represent like a confused student, like just like as his high school years just flash by and now he has to make a decision of where to go into or even like even if you're not a high school student you can still listen to it and if you think if you think you want to like change something change a program that you're in I love that title first of all (laughs) because it's my constant like state of mind yeah yeah during school after school you know about to go to bed just like wait what yeah but I want to ask you a question so because your wait what podcast um is going to be all about going into like talking about different majors and like different programs that people can go into how do you feel about having to make a decision for like for your entire career at like the age of 16 you know um well like i said like a lot of other people especially if you ask a lot of older heads like people who have already gone through the entire process and have a job maybe they have most of the times people have more than one job like they have like all these side hustles unless their job isn't like like super super full-time they have to like be in it 24 7 um they're always like you're never gonna know like you're always gonna find something else that's interesting about yourself and and um i remember this other time so I was part of this um, these sessions with Patchwork and they just did like a bunch of workouts with us and then at the end they would have like a group discussion and there was this one um, lady her name is Corinne she's a I don't want to mess up her title but I think she's like she's in like the nutrition field type thing she also has her own podcast called Booch Please (laughs) and she she was talking to us about um, how well we know ourselves 
like something along the lines of this but she's she's talking about how it's it's hard to know yourself because you you don't necessarily have one personality like you have many personalities and um like you use a certain personality for a certain situation because you know that you get some type of reward out of it so like for example like if you're doing like a speech right you're not going to have the same personality as having a casual conversation you're going to be like a lot more professional and you're going to like you know like it's going to be a lot more i don't know yeah (laughs) yeah so um where am i going with this (laughs) (laughs) wherever it is i'm very excited to see the final outcome yeah so anyway so like your entire life is a learning process so obviously like you're never going to be set to one thing or maybe you might be because you might be like growing up in a certain household where like let's say your entire family is like engineers and then you're kind of just like i want to be an engineer and that's like you've been working up to it your entire life but sometimes people can be growing up in a family of engineers and then turn it turn out to be like some the next soundcloud rapper or something (laughs) so like honestly like you never know what type what what you'll get into as long as you as long as you find something that you're mildly interested about and it makes you feel good and you want to keep working towards it then i love that that is such a nice message thank you so much for that so (laughs) one thing i forgot to do in the beginning was i have a pile of questions right here next to me and each week i will pick a question at random and ask whoever the guest host is that week the question (laughs) so are you ready for your question i'm kind of scared but okay hit me with it's very it's very like cheesy genuine like it's nothing too deep okay okay um so who's your favorite celebrity right now and why david dobrik (laughs) okay hands down david dobrik um mainly because like i feel like everything that i've watched that has him included it's very comforting because he's very chill about everything you never really see him like in a professional stage like i'm sure he is with his his assistants sometimes but he's always surrounded by his friends or he makes people his friends and his videos are always so short so it's very easy to just be interested in like those three minutes and he makes them very 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 dense and very full I don't know even his podcasts are so they're so chill because they literally just say hey how's your day and then they'll just throw in a bunch of jokes and then like the entire like his entire atmosphere is just like i don't want i don't want to say this like in a negative way but it's just like a big joke <laughs> it's, it's, it's a comforting joke you know what i mean mm-hmm. he's a really I good guy yeah i think it's something about like not taking stuff too seriously which yeah. makes him like a lot a lot more comforting to watch and a lot yeah. more it feels like okay when i'm watching him or like any of the vlog squad honestly mm-hmm. like i don't really I don't really need to care, you know? Yeah. Like exactly. I can just watch and not have to stress about anything. And obviously yeah. they aren't, so I see mm-hmm. no reason for myself to do so. Yeah. Even his he, even his vlogs, they're so they're so raw and there's like there's no room for him to edit any like cool transitions or anything. It's always just like back to back, just like random videos. And once you like get a feel of how all of his friends are and their characters, it's just it's very it feels like you're almost there, you know? Like you're just like part of them and you're just laughing with them and experience all of these things that they're experiencing Mm -hmm. that's yeah I can definitely agree so David Dobrik if you want to be on the podcast please (laughs) feel free to reach out yeah yeah okay so that was a great answer um the most in-depth I've had so far out of the two (laughs) oh nice (laughs) but for so talk about you feel for me 
the way I see you is like as the main character, you know, like, you know, that whole thing about like, I'm the main character, like they are the main character. Like for me, you're the main character, you know? Wait, wait, like, wait, like, what do you mean by that? Okay. So I feel like you, you've really carved your own path in life and you really do what you want to do, you know? Yeah. And I might be completely wrong, but this is, I just, this is the energy that you like, the as you said the atmosphere that you have around you it's right. very i know who i am and like i'm going to do what i would like to do you know yeah and i feel like every like lots of aspects of your life really translate that as you said you're part of a lot of run clubs and for me it's like i've never really met anyone who does these like community group projects and like um you were part of the Flemington Youth Council I would like yeah, to say I was it's, yeah mm-hmm. and it's just like so much community involvement and like really just doing whatever interests you like would you agree or do you disagree I do I do agree and um like even in high school um so my parents are very like back home minded and like I told you that like how I was in all these different sports and like I was even part of a curling team just because I wanted to try it and they were never really for it they would always be like why are you going to sports like sports is for boys sports aren't for girls and I'm kind of just like no it's not (laughs) and I'm just I'm literally like I'm just trying to get like some like physical like activities going on and like because I enjoyed it a lot like especially as a kid I'm sure every kid like loved running around and like playing with their friends and playing in the dirt and and so like I'd always have to lie and be like oh like I'm going for an after school club I'm going for this I'm going for that instead of saying like I'm going in for sports and then one day I came home with athlete of the year and they're like what <laughs> it's like yeah. does this prove it to you <laughs> yeah <laughs> and yeah and it's, it's just it's crazy how like in my culture it's like the bro- the boys always get praised for doing like even the smallest act like throwing the garbage out without being asked and then when girls do other things, like, they'll literally clean the entire house with their parents. And then next thing you know, they're just like, oh, you're so useless. You don't do anything. Like, once you sit down for, like, two two minutes. And, yeah, that's what really frustrated me. But it also is kind of something that, because my parents were so against it, is what made me want to keep doing it more. Just so that I can, like, tell them that this benefited me in this type of way. Um and yeah, so they were kind of like one of my drivers. And it's it's also upsetting because I've always looked for some type of acknowledgement from them and I could never get it from them. And like, even when I brought this award, they were just like, okay. And then one time my brother brought like a tiny medal and they were like, oh my God, let me take a picture of you, stand over there. And I'm just like watching them in the background. So like, um, and, then I, and then once I started joining all these groups and all these things, um, it just made me feel a lot more supported and I kind of I was kind of just like maybe I was looking for acknowledgement from the wrong places and sometimes you can't really get it from the people that you want it the most and that's just how it is oh my god (laughs) we went really deep (laughs) (laughs) I'm like okay so you run it's like yeah but here is my emotional trauma (laughs) yeah but you know that's not actually how it started though like it I remember in grade 11, I wanted to, I don't know if you remember, but um, I was running for athletic convener. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wasn't there. Um, That was like the year I was coming in. Okay. Okay. So grade 11, I was running for athletic convener and um, I really thought I was going to get it because at the time I was the only one like running for it. And then um, another girl who was a lot more popular than I was, she ran for it as well. 
Um, I'm not going to say her name. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you know what I'm talking about. I, I do know who you're talking about, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was really upset that I that I lost to her. And the next year, um, so, like, that entire year, I was kind of just, like, building up so that I can be athletic convener. I would always be in the gym. I would always help with intramurals and, like, be, like, part of all these sports events just so that people can see my face and know who I am so that I can lead for them later on. She never did anything. She never did any of that just saying and then the next year grade 12 i know i'm just saying in grade 12 um uh if she listens to this oops sorry (laughs) yeah um i mean it kind of helped but yeah so like in grade 12 i wasn't really like i was kind of just like oh i'm not athletic convener like what's the point like she could she just do whatever and then one time do you remember that teacher that's in charge of that leadership course he's brown like brown indian wears a scarf all the time Ah, uh, yes, yes. I forgot his name. Alexander. Mr. Alexander? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he knew who I was. He didn't know my name, but he knew that I was running for athletic or, or I ran for it. And he just like picked at me one day. He was like, oh, so are you going to join intramurals the next day? The next day? And then I was like, oh, um, and I didn't want to say no. So I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I am. So then I went the next day and then Mr. I was talking to Mr. Hillman and Mr. Hillman was like, yo, at the end of the day, the, the name literally means nothing. And then I was kind of just like, hmm, maybe you're right. Like, I guess it's just something that you can put on your resume, but I can still be a part of this. And like day by day, I would always like be like in charge of intramurals and like be refing all these games. And then, and then like people would actually come up to me and be like, hey, are you the athletic convener? Because the other girl never showed up to anything. Um, and yeah, it just kind of just like made me realize, like, I guess I don't really need a name to prove my point. And mm-hmm. know that I'm like supposed to be in this position. It's funny you say that because Mr. Alexander kind of did the same thing with me. So I don't know if you remember, but I was running for special events coordinator um, this past year. I think so. Or Maybe. the year before, the year before. I think so I saw nine. your posts. Yeah. How you wanted to run for something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, so I decided like it wasn't worth it. There were I was just like against too many people, and. Um, I went I was like you know what who cares let me just go to they had a meeting at the library and they were like let's this is just like run it through and then Mr. Alexander was like okay so you're running I was like actually I think I'm just gonna um, go for one of the applied positions I just don't feel like running and I was running for another position at the time too mm-hmm. so it was kind of like if I don't get the position that I really wanted from that other thing then I was the TDSB thing yeah um the tdsb student senate uh, and i was like if i don't get that i'll just get you know like special events like if i apply for both there's a high chance i'll get one of them you know right and but then i like realized that it was too much stress like running for both of them Mm -hmm. and i was like let me just apply for a position but then he's like running now could be like an investment for running in the future and then i was like okay i guess yeah (laughs) i guess i'll run yeah. But obviously, I didn't get it. Um, who did get it? Oh, I remember who got it. Yeah. Um, but he did the same thing with me. Like, I don't know what he has like this energy to him where it's like, yeah. so He's you're doing like it, that, right? Like, mysterious wizard that just kind of just like, you must do this. And then you're kind of just like, <laughs> okay. oh, I guess I have to. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then true, true. You don't even know why you're doing it, but you just do it. Mm. Yeah. Another thing I wanted to talk about was you took a gap year and. Yeah for some reason at our school like specifically or maybe it's more of like um 
a cultural thing like for like arabs and like mm-hmm. south asians and east asians like taking a gap year is kind of seen as like i don't want to say taboo but it's more it's it's not as common you know yeah and how was that like what gave what made you take a gap year and how was it like how was the gap year okay so um my entire gap year was such a roller coaster but let me start from the beginning um I took a gap year because all throughout grade 12 I was so indecisive like I literally chose like 10 different programs and they were all just like back at like back to back so it would be like I wanted to get into like let's say oh I wanted to get into architecture so I go went up to miss uh I forgot her name the guidance counselor the one that makes you breathe <laughs> miss Isaac Zainab something Ms. oh I know who you're talking about I know who you're talking about I don't Ms. remember Jamal? the name is it Miss Jamal it's Miss Jamal yeah oh okay Miss mm-hmm. Jamal and um yeah so she's like you can go into architectural technology because that's like computer related and I'm kind of I was like kind of techie too so I was like okay maybe I'll go into that and then I joined like the run clubs and everything and everyone surrounded like everyone that I was surrounded with took kin at UFT and I was like oh I want to go into kin and then like it was like can it was sports management and then it was like fitness and health promotion and then like at the end of the day I was kind of just like I genuinely do not know what I want to go into and I don't want to like I don't want to go into something that I think it's like mildly like what I'm interested in and the only reason that I wanted to go into like that whole fitness field was because everyone that I was surrounded with made me who I was and everyone saw me as a fitness person and they were like, I can totally see you as a gym teacher. I could, like, I'm, I'm sure you can say that too. And then, um, but then like deep down, I was kind of like, maybe that's not what I want to do. Like, I don't really want to like be surrounded by kids and just teach them what to do because I'm already surrounded by kids and I don't really like it as much. Um, not to say that I hate kids, just that like, I just don't want to be with them as a job 24 seven. Um, and yeah, so I took a gap year, um, a lot of people were surprised I took a gap year was because their families wouldn't allow them to ha- take a gap year, mainly because they thought like, oh, if I take a gap, if you take a gap year or if my son takes a gap year, then he's just going to not go to school anymore, um, which I can see. But my parents were very like, like I said, they don't really care about what I do. They don't really like they're just kind of just like whatever. Um, and they were they would always be like, oh, you're going to get married soon anyway, even if you do go to school, like nothing like literally not. It's not going to happen. So I took a gap year and then um, I was still like, let me go into that fitness whole field and whatnot. So the beginning of my gap year was just um, me going into, um, I took night, uh, I took night school so that I can take bio because I didn't take bio in grade 12. Like I said, I was an academic school a student <laughs> either. Um, and then I went into calc just to fix up my marks they weren't that bad but they were still they weren't as good either because I wanted to get into UFT and then so that was just like um I want to say like September till um, end of November and then it kind of like went calc was shorter than night school so night school ended like in end of January or like mid-January um after that Oh, I was also working in between. I was working at Kandahar Kebab, and then I quit later on. And then I joined uh, McDonald's, the one at Winford. And um, yeah, and then quarantine, right? Quarantine happened in like March-ish. Yeah. Wow. No wonder. I was like, whoa, that feels like such a long time ago. And I'm like, it actually wasn't. It's just time just went by so fast. For sure. You're 
gap year sounds really good though like um like you know going back doing yeah it was it was honestly super super beneficial and i i don't agree with the people that say that gap year is gonna make you feel like you don't know how to do school anymore after that because like in general like like i said i was not a high school like i wasn't an academic school student in high school and I just feel like the people that say those type of things are the people that are genuinely lazy and they don't really have like a vision for life. And like, they're also this, most of them are the same types of people that are just like, oh, I don't need to go. I don't need to get a degree in anything because you don't need a degree nowadays. And then they don't do anything at home and they just like, just like mess around and everything. But the only people that are allowed to say that are the people that actually went through it and can can go up to someone that knows that they're hardworking and they have like a certain passion that they want to follow. But other than that, like everyone else that says that they're just lazy. Interesting. Hot take, everyone. Put it on the headlines. (laughs) (laughs) But I definitely I definitely agree. So um, you you mentioned that you've always wanted to do something physical related. And then I think you wanted to like architecture at one point and you're like more tech. Yeah. tech inclined mm-hmm. so what drove you to get an honors of bachelor of design okay so um so i'm also part of this group called lead up i joined them last year and that's that's how i that's literally how i got into running through lead up and that was when mr labine literally just like randomly came up to me and he's like hey like do you want to run a 10k that's literally like the turning point of my life <laughs> and so yeah i was like yeah and then he he um introduced me to quinson and all these other cool people who are part of the lead up crew and um yeah so i went forth with that i did the 10k and then next year which is this year um we're planning on restarting it again in october and he quinson asked me to be a junior coach this year instead of actually being like one of the girls that just participates and um so he asked me to work with another another group called Two Blocks West, two amazing women, by the way, uh, Nicole and Michelle. <clears throat> and I had to make a logo for the lead up with them. And it was just really nice. Like we were on a Zoom call. They shared one of them, shared their screen. One of them were, was having a discussion with me. I mean, all of them, we were all having a discussion. And then we, were all, we would like throw in a bunch of ideas. And it was just really, really nice. And like, right after that I was kind of like maybe that's something I want to go into and we made a really good logo by the way I'd show you but like you can't really see it like on this or no like no I've I've seen it I have your Instagram open so oh, okay. yeah dope, dope, dope. if you yeah, guys want to check it out go to at lead up crew on Instagram and you will yes. see it's a really good logo like I love it maybe yeah. I have to hit you up sometime <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um, after that I was kind of just like I was on Google and I was like what can I do? Because I, I genuinely, because I wasn't an art person either, I did see myself as a creative person, but I never saw myself as an art person. I was kind of just like, what can I do that's something like design related, but also has like that social aspect to it? And um, like literally it was just like UX design, UX design, user experience design, user experience design. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is dope. But like the more I looked into it, the more I was interested in it. And then I just looked through a bunch of programs and found this one. At first, I was going to go into interaction design, and then um, I was only going to get, like, an advanced diploma, and then I saw honors bachelor of design. It was a little bit more work to get into because I had to make a portfolio, and then I had to do some questionnaire and, like, this thing, whatever. I'm surprised I got in, to be honest. I didn't think I was. (laughs) So, yeah, so I did that, and I got into that, and it was just four years, and I was going to end up with with an honors bachelor degree, which sounds a lot cooler than an advanced diploma. (laughs) So, yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. And I think you mentioned one time when we were like, when I saw you on the street or something, um, you wanted to go into university after your college mm-hmm. program. Yeah, that that was for when I was going into like fitness, the fitness route. Because like I said, I'm going to keep saying this, but I was not an academic student in high school. So I wanted to go into college first because I thought that would be like an easier route than just going into university straight. It was just kind of like a build up because I knew myself and I knew that I wouldn't just like randomly just like go from like zero to 100, like just like that, you know, like from like not doing any work to like having this like full course load. So not not to say that college isn't hard. It's just that it's just a lot easier for me to manage, mainly because it's very like physical learning and it's just easier doing than being said. And um, yeah, so I was going to go into fitness and health promotion and then that was two years. And then I was going to hop into third year kin if I had like a certain GPA or something. But that idea, that like whole plan is like out the loop now. Oh, yeah. I mean, it seems like you have a pretty good um, set career. So, yeah, yeah, that's super cool. And, you you know, like gap years are becoming like increasingly popular because of COVID. So for those of you thinking of doing a gap year, maybe look into it a bit more. Yeah. I also feel like another problem that people have with gap years is is, is that they think that it takes takes away a year for them. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people take gap years because they're like, oh, I want to like, um, like save up a lot of money and stuff like that. But it like even in in school, like people are always like, oh my god, it's four years of school—that's so many years. And then you just like look at it age-wise, like eighteen, and four years after that, you're literally just gonna be twenty-two years old. Like that's not that old. Like chill out, you know. <laughs> and and exactly. like I'm very fortunate enough to see that like to have a very late later late birthday november so like i'm still 18 right now <laughs> even though like oh. everyone that graduated high school was 18 mm-hmm. yeah yeah for sure and so i i forgot to ask this question way in the beginning so this is like this no should problem. be in the beginning but we're gonna do it now okay um do you want to talk about how we met so i don't know if you remember how did we meet oh wait i feel like i know how we met um I I'll give you a clue. Vaguely remember, vaguely remember. Walkout. Oh, was it the uh, MGCI says no thing? Mm-hmm, Is it that was. How we met? I feel like we met before that. I don't think so. Or maybe I just seen you around. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I remember. So, like, for those of you who don't know, I think I mentioned this in two episodes ago, but. There was a point in time where the Ontario government decided to decrease funding for certain, um, just in school in general, so like high mm-hmm. schools in general, and the students didn't really enjoy that. So we decided yeah. to get up and say something about it, um, which then sparked the student says no movement. Mm-hmm. And then usually each school had their own like chapter, which we had MGCI says no. So Mark Garneau, CI says no. And um, the previous president of SAC conducted, like, he was kind of like the ringleader of this um, chapter. I won't say his name, but he basically got a lot lot of these students. He was pretty popular. And he got a lot of these students together and got, we organized a walkout. And it turned out really great. Like, I was really happy with that walkout. 
but me and Tukwa were on the logistics team of the whole thing. So we were planning like what's going to happen on the day. We were writing speeches, um, creating chants, drawing posters. It was, mm-hmm. it was a really big thing. I still remember yeah. those really good old days. Now we're yeah. doing online school. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if you remember this. I remember this so clearly. One time we had like the whole music thing set up, right? Like the uh-huh. music board and whatnot. Yeah. And um, for some reason, I think someone with the same name as me, like fiddled around with it or something like that, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, um, like someone asked, who did this? And you were like, Bilal did. And I turned <laughs> around, I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> and then you were like, not you. <laughs> and I think that's like the earliest clear memory <laughs> from oh like. Oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> that's like, probably like that, that little <laughs> yeah and you're like not you and I was like oh like I had the audacity to be like excuse like, you me you wanted to like swing a punch as you turned around <laughs> exactly and you're like not you not you and I was like okay we're cool we're cool <laughs> but that was such a good experience like I wish we could do something like that it again was. but I'm so sur- I, I, I I yeah I'm surprised that I literally just took the mic after and I was just yelling in a mic and walking with everyone yeah I that did was... not see myself doing that I don't know it where I found that courage happened. either yeah it just happened I guess it's just like the energy and ev- how everyone was so amped about it mm-hmm. yeah I don't know if you remember this but do you remember um how like we had Timbits but there were like people that just took the entire oh, yeah. like all the boxes. Yeah, I, oh I, god. oh my god! And I remember going up to one of the girls that had a box, and she's like, and you, like "I thought we were allowed to take these," and I was like, "No, you guys are not." It was, it was there so that, like, she she thought that we were allowed. They were allowed to take the entire box of them, like, like as if one box was for one person that had fifty timbits in it. What are you gonna do with fifty timbits? Yeah, it was, it was annoying. Just like having to like have security over that table. When people just like take a hint, man. Like you just take one and leave. (laughs) There's so many other people here. Right. Like we're in a school of two thousand people. I don't know what gave you the idea that you can take an entire box for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was hectic, but it was fun. Like at the end. Yeah. We all look back at I totally did not remember that. I don't remember saying, oh, it was blah. And then, really? I remember yeah. this so clearly. But I do remember, like, he, he, like, fiddled around with it and, like, the speakers were messed up. But mm-hmm. I don't remember, like, you being triggered or, like, I don't, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just a va- it's very blurry for me right now. Right. Yeah. Um, but I remember I hanging don't... out with you afterwards in the library one day. Yes, yes. And then you showed me how, like, your eyes move. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> you were like, <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah that well, was voluntary nystagmus for those of you that don't know you guys can google it mm-hmm. she can make her eyeballs feel around vibrate <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that was cool i think i still have like a picture from that day i was but wearing I don't a blue remember. scarf right mm-hmm. so. yeah mm-hmm. yeah oh good days the good old days yeah. back when i was fun. a freshman <laughs> <laughs> terrifying um yeah, so that's how we got to meet each other. For some reason, our paths just keep on crossing. Like after that, it was like, yeah, like I would see I on the streets. Saw you more often, and yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like, so crazy I was like, how we, yeah, sorry, you go. Yeah, on. no, go ahead, go ahead. No, like I. Okay. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then like I texted you and was like, "Can we run?" Because like I was, I want so segue. Um, 
you run a lot. Like you're, I would say, an experienced runner. Um, I don't know if you would say the same, but I would not. I, I would. Mean, sure, but I'm not a great runner. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't consider that's... myself a great runner, but I do run often. Mm-hmm. And I was so I wanted to get into running because I hate not. I don't want to say hate physical fitness, but I just throughout my life I haven't had the best experiences with like mm-hmm. sports and all that all that good stuff so like I've always had a mentality where it's like okay I don't really want to do this you know like my parents have tried putting putting me in like every sport possible like I did soccer basketball skating swimming karate and like oh wow yeah and more like little session things that I dropped after like one month yeah. but almost like I don't do any of those now <laughs> like I dropped all of them and that's just because I didn't have the greatest experiences with them. And like, that's for another podcast. But was it, I was found it like my... the people that you were surrounded with or just, yeah. you just didn't enjoy it? Oh, Yeah, that. And then I also have like this really bad complex where if I'm not good at something right off the bat, I have oh, this. Yeah, I think like... everyone has that same thing. They're just like, mm-hmm. why am I not good at this? And it's kind of just like you have to like build towards that. Yeah. But then for me, it was like really severe. Like what? If I'm not good at it first time, I will drop it, you know, like I will leave. But it was all it was that. And then it was like certain people from like some of the sports were in like the greatest. So Mm -hmm. like generally not the greatest time. And I found myself really gearing towards sports that were more like individual. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, running seems nice. I ran before and then. Um, you know Miss Silva. She yeah. she mentioned she I knew she I don't know how I figured out that she ran, but I think she told us. And then I heard of like the 10k Lululemon run mm-hmm. that happens in Toronto. And I was like, you know what? That's I'm gonna aim for that. Like this is what I'm gonna do. And this nice. was like January. No, wait. Yeah, yeah, it was January of this year. Oh mm-hmm. my god, that feels like in, an insane amount of time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to aim for that. And then I started like running, like only on the treadmill because it was like winter. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I started training for that. And I realized I really liked it because it was so much more goal oriented. And it was like, okay, I need to run like a mile today. And then like, that was your goal. But we we fluctuated, you know, we yeah. stopped from time to time. And then when COVID happened, I was like, there's very little chance that run is going to end up happening. And it didn't. But, you know, next year, that being said, um, very recently, um, I hit you up and I was like, okay, like, I need, um, I want to get back into it. Mm-hmm. And like, how do I do so? Yeah. And it was very great that you did that. Like, not many people reach out to the people that are literally like right next to them, even though mm-hmm. they could be like, like, or maybe it just doesn't come to mind sometimes. But I'm very proud of you for making that decision. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, and one of my questions was, I think you already answered this, but how did you like, how did you get into running? Like, that's how I got into running, but how did you yeah. get into running? So, um, like I said, when Mr. Labine just like randomly came up to me and was like, do you want to do a 10K? And at first I was like, oh my God, 10 kilometers. That sounds so long. And he was just like, he was like, no, don't worry. That's like, he, he I don't remember how many what, what the number was but he's like that's literally like if you take the garnel field and you walk around it like 24 times that's a 10k and i was like oh that doesn't sound that bad just 24 times like that still sounds bad to me it does still, <laughs> yeah it does still sound bad but it wasn't like 
like an ex- like it wasn't like if you said 30 or like 40 I would have been like mm. but yeah it wasn't and uh, he was like come on like just try it. and at the time like I said like because I didn't get to be like athletic convener I was kind of just like okay I'm just gonna throw myself and do anything that I can just so that I can see what I'm interested in see if I'm actually good at this and um yeah so I went and yeah I said yeah to that and then he was like Miss Silva was also there and she's like I can run with you and that was the first time I spoke with her like properly and so like during my spares uh during the times that I had spare and lunch together I would run with her and we would do like six kilometers and I was so slow I was so bad I kept making her stop I was literally running as if I was walking but just made it look like I was like in the running motion but I was the distance that I was going in was just like a walking distance you know what I mean yeah Mm -hmm. so um till this day I still do not like running and a lot of people like have that like weird like misconception they're like oh my god like you you run so much you love it so much I could never do that I was like bro I don't like running (laughs) I would literally if I could I wouldn't run but the only reason that I run is because I know that it'll like it makes me feel good at the end like once I'm done and I just feel very like okay I got that out of the way now I can do like the rest of my day and I had that like physical activity yeah I don't like running I don't know why people think I love running (laughs) I know it's it's hard you know like yeah I don't for me it's like the first 500 meters fine you know Mm -hmm. like I will do perfect on that like I can even like run at a very fast pace Mm -hmm. but like as soon as I reach 500 meters like things just start going downhill yeah like I do not like I would like to stop but <laughs> like you have it's it's a problem <laughs> yeah it helps when you have another person running with you because like especially if they're like a little bit more experienced and they know that a lot of the times the only reason that you want to stop is because you just don't want to do it anymore even if your body even like so, sure you could be like a bit tired but you're not like you're not gonna die you're not gonna like drop dead unless you like really really feel bad and you want to vomit like okay stop right um, <laughs> But yeah, it helps to run with a group, which is why I enjoy running. I enjoy running with the kickback and I don't despise them for that. Um, And there's like a lot of cool people there as well. So there's never like a conversation to not have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What you said about running with a person is so true. Um, When I ran with you, it was, you remember this. I tried stopping so much. (laughs) I know. I was like, come on, you're almost there. You're almost there. Even if you weren't that like very close, I just make it sound like it was right there. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I knew like, you'd be like, we're 500 meters away. I'm like, that's a lot. (laughs) But, but like I ended up doing it, you know, like we ran one and a half and then one and a half back. Yeah. But like you, it really says something about like, the limits your mind can put on you mm-hmm. yeah. where it's like okay so is it that you can't do this or you don't want to do this yeah. you know yeah like you, you know you can do this right like um or at least that's what I tell myself like mm-hmm. um you've done this before you can do it again but how like why am I trying to stop right now and then yeah. running with a person is so much like relief so much more relieving because they're like pushing you mm-hmm. where it's like you have this outside influence telling you oh no you're gonna continue but yeah when it's your brain and when it's your own yeah. self you can't just be like oh no you're gonna continue because it's like it's the same person saying oh no yep. I'm gonna stop yeah <laughs> you know even um last week running with kickback I hadn't ran in a very long time and we were doing six kilometers that day so it was three there like three halfway and then three back 
Um, I think we ended up running seven, but yeah, the entire time I was like, bro, I'm not a fan of this. I do not want to do this. And I, I kept telling myself, I'm like, if I was alone, I would have stopped a long time ago, but I didn't stop. And it helped that there were a lot of um, stoplights <laughs> because every time we stopped that one, I'm like, oh, wow, it was so, so tired, like so tiring. And like, in reality, like I wanted that to happen. And then like near the end of it, like because there were a lot of newbies that joined um, the run club and they were all a lot younger than me, it kind of just reminded me of myself. And then I was kind of just like, maybe I have to be Miss Silva for these kids. And yeah, it helped. It even helps like telling other people that they can do it makes you feel like you can do it too, especially when they're younger than you. And maybe like that's what should be practiced more, just like telling yourself or talking to yourself and telling you had like hearing yourself say that, you can do it or like you know how the other day I was thinking about how how weird it is to say I love you to yourself like I literally wrote it down and I said I love you from Takwa to Takwa and I was like whoa that sounds so weird but it was so like it was so warming and yeah I really appreciated that for myself inception (laughs) (laughs) true that is very I would definitely agree with pretty much everything you said about like running with a group and whatnot I don't run with a group like I know I've been trying to I've told you I will but okay can you come this Sunday I think I can yeah I think I I think I can because come this Sunday I'll send you everything yeah um (laughs) yeah I will get back to you on that okay (laughs) um but like I don't run with a group just because like first of all I wake up at like well this is more recent but I wake up at like six six o'clock to go run at like 6 45 and trust me no one wants to wake up at 6 45 yeah, especially in this by the <laughs> yes yeah. by the orders of someone else like hello wake up now yeah. i need you to go running with me and i find that it's like the more you do it the easier it gets like regardless and i think that's yeah. true for a lot of things but there are still days where um, back when I actually had like the height of my running career and I was like doing it almost every day mm-hmm. there were days where I would like almost drop dead doing like three kilometers and yeah. then the next day I would be able to do five kilometers fine yeah yeah mm-hmm. really yeah cool. how the body works <laughs> yeah yeah some days it's just like at its peak and some days it's just not want to do anything yep. at all yeah and that's totally okay you know, a lot of people don't see that they're just kind of like whoa I'm having like the worst day maybe it's like bad food or i don't know like maybe i just haven't been physically active it's just like no like you can just have those days sometimes mm-hmm. fine. true i i made those excuses i was like maybe it's because i didn't have breakfast today <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm. another question um so how has like running quote unquote changed the course of your life um so i wouldn't really say that running has changed my life like the like the physical aspect of it but being a part of all these people in certain run clubs has definitely changed my perspective and helped me meet a lot of cool people and it's so easy to just like especially when you're in that type of group and you hear about like other people that are super super cool and super dope and they're also into running you just like you literally just like hit them up it's so easy to hit them up because you can just say like hey do you want to go for a run and then you want to go for smoothies after um it seems like less professional I mean not less professional but like more chill and like yeah yeah I mean like it's just allowed me to meet a lot of really great people and running is also good for you even if you don't like it (laughs) 
true true and i always like see your stories whenever you go on like a like a big run with like a big group and yeah. it looks like such a great time it and is you guys always hand you guys always like end up like at the trendiest places like your smoothies and like um trendiest places not trendiest like cool like they look really cool <laughs> right oh maybe i just uh i mean maybe you know sure, how to work the camera sure, really sure. well <laughs> yeah yeah that's what I'm, I'm like maybe it's that but at the same time it's like uh those are like that's like the first time i try these things too and it it helps when you're friends with a lot of older people and when they live in downtown because they know like where to go they know where the coolest spots are and it's nice mm-hmm. to be introduced that way exactly right now like whenever i'm want i want to hang out with my friends it's always like one of the big malls and it's like i'm right. getting bored yeah. <laughs> like can we switch it up a little but none of us know any other places so yeah boom 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 um when it comes to like maybe running maybe getting out of your comfort zone what challenges did you have to overcome like minor major whatever that those may be if anything at all um, I would say I had like the similar experience that you did when I was first into running and it was just like I at first did not want to go into it the only reason that I kind of said yes to it was because I knew that I had someone else running with me and um, yeah like and then later on I was kind of just like I was very intimidated by a lot of people that ran really well and I, I really wanted to be a great runner or like at least not be because a lot of people that were that I was surrounded by looked like they weren't doing anything when they were running like they just it just seemed like walking to them you know and I'm kind of just like wow I really want to be like that and I kind of just like push myself to run every day and it's weird because I still have the same feeling but I'm not as um like tired I guess and like I don't stop as often as I do or I did and I guess that's the only problem that I had to face when it came to running but every, other than that, like being surrounded by a lot of older people really helped me um, being able to speak with other cool people because they really thought that I was like super mature. And some of them even think that I'm like 24 or something because I hang out with a lot of like 23, 24 year olds. And it's just really cool to see how the people that you're surrounded with can really impact you in a way that you don't really see, but other people can see even if sometimes you can't see it, but there are other other like aspects to it where you can't really see it because you're kind of just grown into it. And yeah, that's yeah, pretty much that, it. <laughs> that was more than enough. Yeah, that was great. Um, <laughs> no problem. So I think that pretty much covers everything I wanted to talk about. Um, yeah, anything else you'd like to, anything on your mind that you want to talk about before we wrap up? Hmm. Do you think you're going to have any teachers on this podcast, like from Grinnell? Um, I might. Oh, wait, but I you don't... said it's youth-based, right? So. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it depends. <laughs> um, I don't know, like, uh, you know, like something, you know, like how there are like ethical things around, yeah. like having outside connections with your teachers. Right. So it kind of depends on that. But like, I'm open to having um, teachers on my podcast, even though they right. are older. I think some of them can still give a lot of insight into mm-hmm. things the youth deal with today. Yeah, and it's really cool to see their perspective on how youth behave nowadays or like whenever they were teaching. And like the people that I run with, 
I met like a couple of them because they're they're newer to the group, but they're like not as new to the people that joined that made them join. And um, they it's it's cool to see how most of the teachers, even though it might not look like it, they literally know everything that's going around, like all the drama, everything. And um, yeah, I think it'd be really cool to just have that perspective, maybe like in your pod in your podcast or maybe i can connect you with another teacher from a different school so that it's not weird <laughs> it's like hi miss um thanks for being on my podcast yeah for sure i would i'm definitely open for that so guys who knows t- incoming teacher <laughs> question mark <laughs> but yeah for sure i would very much be open to that nice. i feel like there was something else i wanted to say Oh no, no, whatever. Yeah. Um okay. anything <laughs> any last thoughts, any last I last things before we wrap 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 up? Um I would say that this podcast is definitely like just being able to speak with you and have a mic in front of me. Uh it really helped me with my situation since I said that I was gonna start a podcast soon. And um it's making me realize that I don't really have to worry as much because it's totally chill. Like because I'm going to be on your side. So, I mean, I guess, like, it seems a lot more chill. I don't know. It seems a lot more yeah, chill yeah. on your side. Or at least you're just handling it very well. But, like, yeah, all I have to do is just know more about the person that I'm going to be interviewing and then just ask them a bunch of questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, as I talked about <laughs> last week, um, making, like, making a podcast is all about, like, okay, so here's the thing. Um, I had to choose between, like, do I want to jump in and just like figure out the things as I go? Or do I want to like waste weeks and months trying to make like the perfect podcast and trying to get yeah. the cover art right yeah. and trying to get everything really well or like just jump in. And then from last week's last week's podcast, which was with Anna Ho, who started her own podcast, like she kind of gave me that push. Like I listened to I listened to her on another podcast that she was on. And mm-hmm. it was kind of like, um, just do it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess I'll do it. So like yeah. I went on Amazon, bought this mic, and then I was like, okay, good to go. Yeah. <laughs> but nice. yeah, it's honestly, it's not as stressful as you would think it was. I also like struggle with the thing of, do I really want to do this alone? And I went around asking like the people who I thought would be like the people I was closest to that I could also see guest hosting a podcast, mm-hmm. but they were all like, I'll be a guest on it, but I don't really know if I want to do like, you know, permanently be on it. So I was like, right. okay, I have to find someone. And then I realized, no, like I can just do this myself, you, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, just dive right in. It's yeah, so much less stressful. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't remember if I told you this, but I started, I tried to, rec- this is why I have like this mic with me. But I tried to do this in March, okay? And I was so stressed out for two days. I would just be sitting on my laptop and recording the same voice recording over and over again, trying to make it sound very, like, chill and whatnot. And, oh, my God. And I was so, like, I was so in the zone of just, like, I have to have the perfect podcast. I have to have the perfect podcast. And every time I re-listen to it, I'd be like, okay, this is so shit. So I remember, like, making the last one, and then I just saved it on my laptop, and then I just never went back to it. And a couple of weeks ago, I went back at it. I was like, oh, let me just like, because I just saw it like in my files. I was like, let me just listen to it. And I was listening to it. And I was like, yo, this is totally fine. Like this, 
Like, this doesn't sound, sound bad at all. And I remember how stressed out I was about it. And then, like, literally what you just said. I was like, why was I so, like, oh, my God, I have to have the best podcast when I've never made another podcast before that. Or, like, like you know, it just sounds so dumb. It's like, why would I – how would I even have the perfect podcast if I never had any podcasting experience? How would I build up to that? So, yeah, you're totally right. And we're definitely going to start it soon. But, like, I'm – genuinely set on having it start soon it's just that we we have a lot of other things that we want to work on back end and we need to figure out like the theme of our podcast and all these other things and mm-hmm. yeah we're gonna start soon but yeah you're for sure te- definitely right uh-huh um so that pretty much brings us to the end um thank you so much for agreeing to do this and no being on here Thank it you was, for asking me to be on here. I was so flattered. <laughs> of course, of course. It was great having this little time to talk with you. I know it's like really early in the morning. <laughs> it's okay. That's True. Good. And is there anything you want to promote? Like your Instagram, your socials? Um, Maybe not my Instagram, like personal Instagram. Maybe just follow the Salty Pistachio guys. Podcast coming soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Let me that's pull up the app to make sure this is yeah so the at is the salty pistachio um on instagram make sure to follow make sure to follow that account if you want to keep up with Tukwa's podcast yes hey thank you so much for having me dude of course Thank you to listening to the Golden Age Podcast. Make sure to leave a five-star review wherever possible and follow us on Instagram at the Golden Age Podcast. This has been your host, Bilal Bartai, and I'll see you next week.